The worst way to leave a rental property every day in real estate, it's probably one of the hardest things for tenants, for landlords and for agents. Let's talk about it right now. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Sam, you've what? been leveling up, buddy. Yeah. I, yeah. I grew in the past two eggs, Mark. It's been it's been astronomical. <laughs> wow. So for anyone who doesn't um, who doesn't know, Charlie to the right is six. How tall are you? Oh, uh, get definitely getting up there. I'd say around the six seven mark. I hate to brag, but uh, <laughs> Six seven, six, seven, six, eight. And Sam, how tall are you? Uh, six, three. Oh, it's six, nine. On a good so day. We... On a good day. <laughs> no, I'll get off. I'm so currently you... standing on some A3 pieces of paper. This is me off. Oh, can you show us? Yeah. <laughs> can you show us the paper? Yeah. yeah right. It's, it's all, in the, um, all in the perception. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. So thanks for leveling up today. All good. All good. So, gents, what are we talking about? Today What's the lesson to, for today? It's definitely it's it's one of the most important lessons I think is going around real estate at the moment. Where it's 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 summertime, end of the year or start of the new year. Sorry, um, leases are ending. Everyone's wanting to know how they should leave their property. Some people are confused. Some people haven't been told before. Some people just blatantly haven't done it before. Um, but we're talking about one of the worst ways to leave a rental property. Um, what, what your obligations are, what the landlord's requesting you do, um, and what, what your lease says from when, it, from when you initially signed it, what, what you've signed yourself up to, to agree to. Um, so let's get into it. Um, yeah. Do you want to start us off, Sam? Yeah, what is yeah, the yeah. worst way to leave a rental property? How what? could you just... Absolutely. Look, I think it's very important um, that we talk about the vacating process. So once you give your week's notice or your three weeks notice, I should say um, that you're leaving the property, um, you're, a good real estate agent will send you a couple emails just saying what to do before you vacate. Um, here are your dates. And they'll also, um, a good real estate agent will recommend cleaners as that well. A lot of the time, tenants don't have time to do a proper clean of their property, um, you know, people are busy people, you know, so it does help getting that professional cleaner in and just, you know, paying that extra money just to get it over and done with. Uh, another thing as well with, you know, the professional cleaners, um, that can also be taken out of your bond money uh, for when you moved in. So that $300 clean, um, which will make you all good set in stone, um, might be worth just taking out of your bond, you know, just so you don't have to worry about it and uh, everything's done. Yeah, look, I'll throw it so back go, to you, Mark. So, go, yeah, so guys, Mark. this is, yep. As, as a landlord yourself, what do you expect from when, when you have vacating tenants? How do, you, how do you expect to walk into your property uh, as a landlord yourself and have a quick look around? Look, I, I expect to get how I, how I gave the property to the tenant. I think that's um, that's sort of fairly consistent with most landlords where you have to allow for normal wear and tear. So normal, 
it's a family of five, the normal wear and tear of a family of five for however long the duration they were there. But guys, this is this is really contentious because this this part this piece here is really where it goes wrong between landlord and tenant. Um, most of all, in a real estate agency, like it's it's the biggest beef that tenants have that it wasn't like that when I uh, when I took the property, or it was like that when I took the property. Yeah, it's yeah. a big problem. Yeah, look, that we we've got a simple fix for it as well, which is the good part. Um, it's, it's in the shape of your ingoing condition report. Now, this is something for a lot of people that is just collected on the day when you, ha when you have your keys, filled out, sent back to us, and then completely forgotten about. Just before you continue, for people that don't know what an ingoing condition report is, it's a file, um, also a checklist of what the property is like. And um, super when you specific in. detail, every, down to every last nook and cranny, um, how we found the property, what, what's clean, what's not clean, what's damaged, what's not yeah. damaged, um, in an attempt to not put any blame on the ingoing tenants for damage that was already pre-existing. Um, and then obviously to have a list of what was initially damaged, yeah. what was initially cleaned, and what what, um, what, what we can then cross-reference at the end of every tenancy. And that will also come with photos and images of the property. So um, there is evidence of what we're talking about in that checklist as well. Yeah. So just for anyone that wasn't so so guys, when, when a tenant moves out, just like in terms of numbers, how much, how many properties are when, because you guys are renting like 60 properties a month. So how many properties percentage wise would be left perfect without intervention from the agent or the landlord? Look, I'd say, I'd say a good 50% of yeah. properties. Really? Uh, Roughly, yeah. So people are definitely good at it. People who have leased before, been through the process, they know what to expect. Um, and most of the time, they, they pop a professional cleaner in there. They, they spend an hour or two just having a really good clean. They send us a receipt and then everyone's no worries. Happy. Everyone's happy. Landlord's happy. We're happy. Tenant's happy. Um, however, I do believe it's another 50% it's another or the, the, the next 50%. Um, who don't leave it in, a, in an adequate state, who, who yeah, um, definitely just need a bit of following up on. And I'd say it, it then does get that broken up even further. Um, yeah, into, I was about to do that. Yeah, into 25% of people who are, who are comfortable and happy to agree um, as per their lease, and then another 25% yep. who, who unfortunately do kind of take it as an insult. Um, so we, yeah, it's an arm so. wrestle. So, so one out of four is a little bit of an arm wrestle between the That's landlord right. and the tenant. Yeah, uh, ha, uh, fifty percent, it's sweet, doesn't need anything to be done. Twenty-five percent, they just need a little bit of a tap, and they'll go yeah. back and do this or do that. Yeah, look, what we do so, is go on. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was going to say what we do as an agency as well. We're, we're all for the tenant. Um, there's, it's a common misconception that we're, we're out to get them. We're out to get as much money as possible. We just want a professional cleaner. That's not normally the case. Um, so it, in, in a circumstance, we find a property. It's, it's got a few cleaning issues that need to be addressed. We're more than happy to give keys back to the tenant and say, look, if you'd like to go back in, have a quick clean, address the, the issues that need addressing. Um, that's more than fine. Instead of just jumping straight on the bond saying this is what we're taking out, 
Um, in most circumstances, we will be in a position to allow access to go back in, which is which is something we're not legally obligated to do. Um, however, more than happy to in, in the in the case of a happy tenant. Um, but, All right. but yeah. So, so Charlie, that that the worst twenty five percent, that sector there, the one in four, that like we don't agree. It was like it was like that when we had it. What what what's the sort of stuff that that goes wrong? So we are today, guys. It's a live show. If you've got any questions, ask us. If you're on the Novak Facebook channel, um, but my question to you, gents is that you've said one in four there's it's normally like we don't there's there's a disagreement between the landlord and the tenant and then you know they don't really want to go back and yeah what are what are some of those things what are the worst things that you see people actually do on these properties yeah look look i'll just give a you know it's not that exciting but look carpet 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 you know Carpet over time gets wear and tear. There's stains in it. You know, you're living in the property. There's obviously going to be a bit of spills yeah. um, and yeah. a bit of marks here yeah. and there. It holds smells. It holds moisture. It just if, if you've got a bad carpet, you, you can definitely make the jump and say you've got a, a, a bad property. Um, so, yeah, carpet's definitely one of the yeah. biggest ones we see. Um, for something that's so not stains on carpet. And, yeah. you know, yeah. a tenant will sometimes say that was there. You'll yeah. say, no, it wasn't there. You go back to the original condition report. What are the other worst things you've seen in those one in four properties that are vacated? Oh, it's 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 a tricky one. There's been so many. <laughs> um, look, it's, it's most of the time it's not too bad. Um, you get some one-off cases where there's a there's a hole in the wall you've never seen before and you could swore you didn't see it on the ingoing condition report. <laughs> Which needs a bit of a following up. Um, general property damage isn't a rage. That's a rage. Is that a rage hole? Yeah, a rage hole. Rage hole. Um, yeah, like wow. A, <laughs> um, like look, if you sometimes I've seen, I've had to deal with you know replacement of toilets. Um, that can be a bit of a process when you have new tenants moving in, yeah. and the toilets you know not there at the moment because the plumbers you know helping out and getting things organised, but. It's very rare, but it does happen. That'd be wearing wear and tear, though, wouldn't it? That would, or a tenant's breaking these in their lease. The, the tenants, the tenants broken the toilet. I don't know what's happened. Um, I don't want to know what's happened. But um, yeah, a couple of toilet replacements, which is a bit odd. But yeah, I guess it's uh, I guess it's normal. Look, most of the time it's not too bad. Um, but obviously, when we've got tenants moving in. Um, and a property's been left in a state that it's it's not acceptable. There's there's dust on the windowsill. There's there's marks in the in the shower door, stuff like that. It's not normally too bad. Um, however, these are just things that someone's got to do, um, but no one really wants to. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's our job trying to find the middleman. All right. So before we conclude, the things that we the things we watch out that we've we've sort of talked about, you know the nut. You know the amount of tenants that leave it great don't leave it great things like that now there is a heavy importance there on the inspection the initial inspection that was done on the property in writing so i think there's got to be a big emphasis today on making sure that the ingoing condition report is checked by the tenants when they take the property and sign off on because often they won't sign off on it they'll just take it as the agent and they won't have, and they'll leave that dispute to when they go to move out. So yeah. there is a massive importance the into biggest, that document yeah. called the ingoing 
report. Yeah, that has to be the biggest takeaway. Guys, if you if, if anyone's listening who doesn't have an ingoing condition report who's renting through us, simply ask, that's all it takes. Um, it's, it is a document that's first given to you. However, we, we keep it on file. We're more than happy to send it out throughout the tenancy. Um, and, it, and it really just does come down to a little list that just really marks everything that needs to be done. Um, and if those things are done, it's going to be a successful tenancy. Um, but if it, if it goes, if it goes, I guess, unnoticed, then, then yeah, it, it can cause a bit of trouble sometimes. Okay, so by law, that in get that ingoing inspection has to be done as well. Um, yeah. So if you do lose it as a tenant, you do have the right to ask the agent to furnish that uh, you with another copy of that. So don't stress, but it is really the holy grail and a bit of a bible when you move out. Now, before we go, it gets it's 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 the worst case scenario landlord doesn't agree with how the tenants left the property tenant doesn't agree with how the landlord wants the property what are the options there agents tried to broker a deal between both shit's actually hit the fan um tenants sort of said screw you not coming back what are the options there for a tenant and for a landlord i'd imagine like it would be like a tribunal situation or where do you go from there Look, look, that's, that's, sorry, do you want to go? No, you, you yeah. go, you go. Look, that's, that's why we have their bond there. Um, so that's what we're, we're able to use. And sometimes when it comes down to a case of um, F you, I don't want to come back. That's where we kind of go to the bond. If the bond's already been claimed, then like you said, like you said, Mark, it, it does go to a tribunal stance um, where we can yep. actually sit down in front of a third party and, and discuss all the, all the, I guess, incidents and say, look, this is what's happened. This is what we want to do. This is what we're obligated to do. Um, and then the, I think, like, like you always say it all the time, it's fair trading. It, it, be, it comes to a fair resolution. Um, not everyone might be happy, but but I guess that's that's our, our legal system for yeah. us. So I guess when the when the it's the ultimate dispute resolution that when that pursuit when that dispute can't be resolved. Um, by the agent brokering it between the landlord and the tenant, then that then there will there's there is a government department that'll actually manage that dispute and find resolution in that, dis, that dispute. So everyone goes to the tribunal. They uh, spend a couple of hours there. They walk out with a with a solution. And like you said, normally both people have sore heads, both the landlord and the tenant, when they walk out of that. But that's finite. That's finished. That's once that's done, that's it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sir. Yeah, but it's it's yeah wonderful. I think it's, I, it's a very interesting topic. You know, so. real estate agents don't talk about it enough, or property managers, I should say. You know, it is a, one of the biggest things when dealing with or when having tenants as well. So, yeah, very important. Yeah. Look, when you're when you're um, like pissed with your agent um, as a tenant, uh, or as or you know you're upset. Uh, I should say it's a nice way of saying it, with your agent on, on, and you believe the way you left the property is the way you actually took the property in the beginning. Um, it's probably one of those most sensitive parts of our business and something that, you know, we really try to manage that process as nice as, as well as possible. Yeah. But yeah. I've got to say the the better communication, the better the reporting, the the um, uh, the more the, the willingness to work with your landlord and the tenant, um, how many 
because if we're doing 60 a month of properties being rented out, how many would actually hit the fan and go to tribunal on a dispute resolution on that on the way that property's been left? Look, we've gone months without without a tribunal action, um, so they are definitely uh, the blue moon scenario. It's, it's it's yeah, it definitely is rare. Like 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 we we said, it's definitely an option. However, we we definitely yeah. see it as a blue moon option, um, or as like a final resort if if. If no Nothing one will else. budge, yeah. um, if, if all options have previously been exhausted, then we'll go to tribunal. Um, yeah. So I'd say maybe on a on a bad stretch, maybe we, we might have one 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 every month. Um, on a good stretch, we might go two three months without without having to go. Yeah. Yeah, and like what Michelle's saying, it's a good sign of um, it's a good sign of uh, an agent managing well. Um, yeah, dispute so. resolution because I think um, you know when you consider those numbers of sixty properties a month that we're renting and that we're probably in there um, uh, one out of fifty if you're doing twenty five a month that are a bit how you're going um, that's that that's an excellent number but yeah. I do have to say guys and girls um, sometimes a lazy agent can rely on that tribunal process more often than not so rather than communicating well up front getting the document documentation immaculate up front to save yourself on that on that tribunal in the end so often you'll find that uh, a, shit, a shit agency um, or and a not reputable agency will be will be taking tenants to a tribunal more often because they haven't got their, their processes and their paperwork up front. So if you are a tenant and you are looking for a rental, I think going through a reputable agent um, will help you in that process and also as a landlord because landlords are paying for that tribunal um, exactly. quite a lot through their, their agent quite a lot. So if you can minimise that, it's going to cost your landlord less money as well. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Thanks for speaking with us, Mark. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Hopefully we help people out there. Oh, beautiful. Thanks, guys. Lovely. See ya. Bye, Mike.